Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, welcome to Marinder Martinis. I'm Adam, here's Danielle. Hello. So catch me up. Where did we leave off? I don't remember. <clears throat> well, we left off at um, how much we were getting along and how in love we were. <laughs> <laughs> right, it was like the moving slash sex episode. Yeah, but I was going to yeah. say like honeymoon's over. What do you mean? We fought last night. <laughs> oh, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it wasn't on uh, on the podcast, right? I mean, I mean we didn't. I I didn't fight. I mean, yeah, you did. <laughs> I don't remember fighting. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it was. I think tensions are getting high. Stress is over the top, especially you. I think you're way more stressed than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it just like came a little bit to a head. Yeah, it. I don't, it wasn't a fight. Kinda. It was just like I was annoying you. But, right, you were annoyed at me. Yeah, it, yeah, but 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 it wasn't like there weren't. We didn't have words, right? Did we? I mean, we <laughs> sat there arguing for a while. I was a little bit like, I knew that part of it was that. So you can't drink tequila. You should not well, drink I tequila. Can. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it goes down. You swallow it, and then you spew all kinds of shit after you swallow it. And I know that's common. I mean, I know a lot of people can't drink tequila, but I guess you were trying to get rid of a lot of the alcohol in the house. Yeah, well, we ha- we're moving, so right. So we God have forbid to empty you just the bottles. Right, God forbid you just pour it down the <laughs> no, drain. That's a waste. Some some somebody out there, some man or woman, put their hard time and effort into making that tequila. We already bought it. They got the money. <laughs> I just, you have to appreciate Got it. the work that they've done. Got it. Yeah. Uh, yes. So you had a little bit of tequila. Not much. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. It was enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a little bit like, I was like, am I just, have I been too attentive to him? And now he's sort of getting to be like back in this 50s style where you were like, all right, shower. We're going to hang out. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to shower. I'm not ready to shower. And you were like, no, no, no. Shower now. Shower now. No, but... but Not like you telling me I said I wanted to shower. Not like you were like, you need to shower. No, but like I knew like you were like, I want to shower. I want to, you know, we'll relax. We'll watch some movies. But, you you know, you're on your phone. So that that was the whole argument that you wouldn't get off your phone. Like I was like, I'm ready. Let's go. And you were not... Let's go what? You wanted to watch TV. (laughs) I know. But you were saying you wanted to shower so we can like sit down order some dinner, have some drinks and just like relax. And it like, it wasn't happening. Like I was you on my You were very own. upset that I wasn't like attentive to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But had you said to me, see, here's the communication problem that I think that sometimes one partner, I'm going to say, uh, especially a male partner, I'm going to go out on a limb there, maybe female too. Careful. I don't know. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't have a female partner. Correct me if I'm wrong. All you uh, females out there with a female partner or all you males out there with a female partner. But I think that the communication got lost in that. Had you said to me, I'm really stressed. I really just need to like, I need you. I need you to focus on me. I need like a night where we're just chilling together. I would have been flattered. I would have been like, great. But instead it came across as like, you know, a 50s housewife like bitch. I'm ready to just like <laughs> but, hang. But, Where's my martini? And let's sit on the couch and yeah, you can like not rub like my feet. Go make. No, come on. It wasn't like go make me a martini. Like the, my whole argument was like, hey, I want you on par with me so we can just hang together and just decompress. At 3.30 in the afternoon. Right. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, I just wanted us to just, you know. Okay. This might be boring, but, um, but anyway, I think that, I think that you're basically, I think the summation of it all is that we're getting down to the wire. And while we've been like, you know, jiving and making it work and whatever, tensions are getting high. Um, we have two weeks till we actually move. One week till we close on this house and yeah. then we have a stay of occupancy. So we're definitely getting to that point where it's like, oh shit, it's actually happening. Yeah, it's like, it's it, yeah. in the next week or two. It's yeah. done. Yeah. It's not just something that's like, oh, when we get there, it's going to be blah, 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 blah. Like <laughs> right. now it's like, fuck, we got to like pack boxes and figure it out. And when are we actually going to like have the movers come and this and that? Like the logistics of it are too real now. And well, so. Yeah, I'm feeling for the first time in seven moves, <laughs> <laughs> the stress. Like I understand what do they say? Moving is. The second most stressful, third. third most stressful thing in the world, whatever. Mm-hmm. For I, me, I think it's the first. Well, you haven't been through divorce, so, right? You don't know. I'd find someone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, like, I'm feeling it this time, you know, for the first time in seven. Mm-hmm. So, I guess. I don't yeah. know. All right. So, this, so, last time we did the moving and sex episode, this is the moving and fighting episode, I guess. No, no, we're not fighting. <laughs> No, we can't. No, it wasn't a fight. It was just, you know. No, it's just you being an asshole. Exactly. There was no oh, fighting. Oh, I mean, that's. You did. No, the first thing you did this morning when you woke up was apologize. <laughs> I did. You didn't waste any time. <laughs> and that's how I know you know you're wrong. Because usually it takes like four days yeah. for you to finally be like, okay, I guess I was wrong. But this like, you didn't even breathe before you came in and like apologized yeah. to me this morning. It yeah. was fantastic. Right? Yes. I'm learning. It took me 20 years, but I'm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, th- there was no, there was no, there was no way this morning you could have gotten up and been like, she was a bitch. All right. So what What are we, where are we here? Well, a few things. So the moving episode, the last week's episode did really well. Um, I think from the fact that moving is so relatable. I mean, everybody has done it at some point. I don't know, unless you are that person who would like has lived in your childhood home since, you know, till you were dead. Everyone has moved. Mm. And usually it's some kind, you have some kind of moving story in your life, right? Um, when I, you know, when I was on Instagram talking to people, it was a lot about neighbors. We talked a little bit about our neighbors who, by the way, our neighbors here are fantastic. And outside, one of the reasons I was so late in, in hanging out, that was my microphone, um, was that I was talking, so we have um, 
I don't is she 88, 87? I don't, I don't know. exactly know. Elderly, you know. Yeah, who lives widow. next door, who we love so much, the kids love so much. Um, she's fantastic for as terrible as our elderly neighbors were in the last house. Can I get sued for saying that? No. Okay. I'm not giving any names. <laughs> no. Um, who I thought were a lot older than they really were, which right. just no, shows. She, did, she is actually elderly. Oh, okay. She, oh, she might listen or her kids might listen or something. She's Yes, she is elderly, but she's wonderful. I'm using nice words. Okay. So um, we absolutely love her. Mm-hmm. Mia is so attached to her. Ian, like, our kids love her. We love her. She's like the grandma next door. And her husband just passed away. After we had decided to move, but we hadn't told her yet. So it's like her husband passed away and now we're moving. And I said to her, I'm like, come with us. (laughs) She's not going to come with us. But, um, but yeah. So where was I going with that? I'm not sure. Well, anyway, uh, it's very hard with neighbors. Oh, everybody has a story, Mm -hmm. right? So our last story in the last house was our fucking neighbors were atrocious to us. They were atrocious. And, you know, and that's really hard to feel like you don't want to come out of your house, especially during a pandemic when really, you know, there's nowhere else for you to go. Um, so we became very close with her and her husband. Her husband's now passed. And um, so that's really, for me, the hardest part about moving. The other hardest part about moving is that now everyone knows we have these cats, right, who Domino was at first an outdoor totally feral outdoor cat lived outside would never come in our house if we came close to her she would just attack us she had kittens one died one survived we took care of it now domino and thumper the kitten are in our house and um but they're very much indoor outdoor cats right like they're that's their that's their thing um again i know we do attractive ad in the episodes but attractive really has like saved us in a lot of ways um if you don't have it and you have an animal who tends to get out i do highly recommend it i came to them to ask them to you know to uh partner with us just because i'm so incredibly impressed with their product um I'm nervous in the new house, right? Cats, the the great thing about dogs is that dogs will go, like, they don't give a shit. They're like, oh, you're there? Mm -hmm. I don't care. Oh, we're going to, you know, live in a, you know, two by four cell, but you're going to be there? Fantastic. Mm -hmm. I don't care. (laughs) You know, like, it's like that thing, you know, you can leave for 18 hours. You shouldn't do that, but you could, and you come back, and they're like, oh, my God, you're the best person in the world. And there's shit all over the house, too. Right. No, not usually. They they're not. <laughs> they're if you go for eighteen good. hours, I mean, come on, right? But with cats, they're very homeo, homeo, mm-hmm. homeo. Sure. Stasis. I, I don't know. Homeo. Something like that. And so when we move, we have to keep them. And again, our home, our new home, is not that big, um, and we have to keep them like in an area where you know where when kids are opening and closing doors all the time out to outside. If they go outside, they will try to get back to their other home. Even if it's across the country or in another country, they will somehow try to go back to that home. So mm. that is, you know, the, the second thing besides our next door neighbor, that's my biggest stress is that we're going to have to figure out how long do we have to keep them indoors. And then once, you know, and the, the problem is, is that they really are naturally outdoor cats. And I and if we left Domino here and we're like, OK, you are an outdoor cat. Now you're going to live outside again. I mean, she would be devastated. Of course, we're going to take her. But it's 
very stressful to figure it all out. So if you have any tips about like reacclimating indoor outdoor cats in a new area, please, that would be very helpful. But those are my two biggest stresses. One, leaving our elderly neighbor and two, getting our cats acclimated. Those are really are my two biggest stresses. Okay. You're not, stre- <laughs> you're not stressed about that. No, 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 no. I get it. Like um, I, I understand that, you know, there's, I'm so in the moment with current stresses. About, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. the move, like yeah. that's where my. Right. Right. Head is, right. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I listened to a podcaster. I wanted to a little bit try to give some, I mean, we've done this seven times more because we have moved into your parents' house and stuff. I didn't even count those times. Um, I've kind of blocked them out. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to talk a little bit and try to give people tips. It's not even so much about moving. It's about stressful times and change and all of that like how to make it better. And I thought about, I did an episode recently, we haven't published it yet, but we will, with a famous podcaster, The Lazy Genius. And she is someone who, you know, takes life and she's very into organizing. She's into, um, you know, how to uh, make your life more logistically, um, what's the word? Logistically... I don't know. Organized. Logistical. <laughs> and yeah, organized, I guess. And and she, but but at the same time, she's sort of like, look, you can't do everything, right? Like some stuff you got, it's got to give. And so she lets you know like what to release and let go of and what to kind of hold on to and concentrate on. And she does these episodes um, that are called What's Saving Me Right Now? Right. So it can be anything from products to, um, you know, technological advances to people to anything in your life that you feel like you want to share with people. Like I'm going through a life stress, I'm going through a change and this is what is saving me right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I sort of thought that that could be one thing that we did. Like what's saving you right now in life? Um What's helping you and that you're sort of like, thank God I have that or it's making my life easier or more enjoyable. That's a tough one. I, I am for the last couple of weeks, I've just been like beyond too stressed out to even think like, Oh, what's going to make me happy and make me forget about, you know, I, the only thing I could think about was, um, you know, just relaxing and watching TV, like getting into a show or into a movie, watch things I've seen before, which I always do. I can just do that and kind of forget about everything. But what I've done for the last two weeks is I went for runs. Yes, you did. I did. Everyone on Instagram knows. Oh, really? Would you put it on Instagram? Well, you were screenshotting your map my runs to me after, <laughs> and I was like on the couch eating my ego waffle, getting your map. I was like, really? But but honestly, like I you know I was when I was dealing with the stress, I was like, let me try some Xanax or let me try gummies or let me try like things. And to- you did them all at the same time. <laughs> well, I said if they work, them just put them all in at the Do same. Do not time. recommend, <laughs> by the way. But like I went, I. You know, we both used to run you more than me a lot, and I was like, maybe, maybe I remember when I went for runs, just feeling like I could let things go. Let me try it again and see what happens, right? So I woke up one morning recently, just last week, and went for a run, and I couldn't stop. Like everything that was in my mind just went away. 
it was like taking a Xanax or like taking a gummy or like it just it's medicine. A natural high. It, it that natural high really does work at least for me. You know, like I felt good while I was like it sucked when I first started, but once you hit that like what is it the run is high the run is peak or whatever they call it, I just felt amazing, and, and when it was done. Like it, it continued. It was almost like taking a medication. So I went again this morning and, you know, it did the same thing. You know, it, it's just, it's, it's a medicine in itself. Like it's a, it's a therapeutic thing that you just go out there and run and everything just kind of, for me, goes away mm-hmm. for that brief time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I've been, that's what I've been doing. That's it? What else do I, I don't know. That's like what you have? I, yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't there's know. There's nothing it, that you're like, I don't know. It just keeps me comfortable or something I've been using like a long, even something you've been using a long time or doing a long time or that's just routine that makes your day easier in the fact that. No, no. Okay. I've, I've just been kind of like letting myself succumb to the stress. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not finding that thing to get me out of it. So I went to medication first. And then I went to the running thing second. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Was it was it supposed Don't to be better? Be sorry. <laughs> no. 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 It was supposed to be terrible. No, I'm just kidding. No, but when I'm not running, I never want to hear about other people running. I know. But when I'm running, I like listen to running podcasts. <laughs> right. And I'm. But when I'm not in that state, which I haven't been for quite a few years, I'm sort of like I don't want to hear about your fucking run. Mm-hmm. That's you why know? I kept sending you my. I want to hear about why you're why you hate running, <laughs> not why you're running. And then when I'm running, I'm that annoying person who's like, it's the greatest right. thing ever. I know when I'm driving, like when I'm in my before I started this again just two weeks ago if I, if I'm out there in the morning just feeling stressed and driving to work and I see people running I'm like fuck yeah you. me too go fuck yourself yeah I know you know I know <laughs> I know I get so angry who do you think you are exactly. running and I'm not right right like I'm on my way to get a McDonald's breakfast <laughs> right okay yeah. I don't need to see you running could you please do it on a route that doesn't involve McDonald's at the end right yeah I'm going to work I'm going to the bagel store and getting a ham and egg yeah bagel, yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, I know and just you know, live in my stress for the moment. I'm so that person. It's <laughs> yeah. like when you're driving and someone like, you know, is being an asshole and, you know, speeds up and passes you and goes in front of you and you're like, fuck you. And then like at the next light, you do the same exact thing to somebody right. else. And you're like, well, I needed to do that. Well, while I was running this morning, I, I gave the finger to every car that I passed just in case they were thinking that. I just, just. To be on the uh, yeah, just be like yeah, well, fuck you too. Well, that's good. You had enough energy when you were running <laughs> to give the finger. That's impressive. Um, yeah, for me, I mean, I I think that I think that there are certain things that do save me in these periods. And oh, okay. by the way, yeah. I have another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sure you do. I've been enjoying your your stress situation. Going back to last episode about how your to deal with stress, you wanted more sex. Yeah, it could have happened last night. No, it couldn't have. Not for me. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm saying it would have happened. Had, had you been attentive to me. No, I would have been attentive to you had you not attent- turned me off as attentive? much as you did. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Not attentive. Attentive. Not attentive. Okay. No, just the same way I'm still going to get menopause. <laughs> I've me- go through menopause. Even though that, I got so many messages about I that. I hope people don't think I was serious <laughs> about that. No, people were hysterical. It was really funny. I really hope that. I, I, they know you don't. I think they. But I was literally like, this is why we need better sex ed in our schools. <laughs> um, no, I, I, 
look, first of all, for me, it's always, 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 always my connection with women is, you know, uh, other than the sex that we've been having and the fact that I do feel very much more connected to you than, you know, I have in a very long time. Um, women, uh, for me, you know, I've been recently, especially knowing that I'm leaving this area and we've talked about the fact that on a whole, where we live, I feel disconnected in the fact that, um, you know, I don't have the same politics as a lot of people. And um, there's just a lot of things that I've never felt a sense of belonging about in this town. However, that doesn't mean that I don't have people here who I feel very, very connected to Mm -hmm. and very close with. And I do. Um, And, you know, obviously 98, 99% of those people are women. Um, And I've made some incredible friends here who I know, you know, the the great thing about our move is that we really will be able to have the best of both worlds, right? Like we will be 40 minutes away, which in in a completely different um, area that has that, look, the first day that Ian walked through that area, um, you know, he walked through and there were pride flags outside. And I remember him saying, I didn't even know you could put pride flags outside. You know, like he was sort of like, I've never, you know, and and he's, you know, he's not part of the LGBTQ community, but obviously his sister is and he's, you know, he's a big ally and everything. And I remember him just saying, like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, I've never seen a pride flag where we live ever anywhere. Um, No, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. And so, um, you know, so for him to walk around and that was the first thing sort of that he saw and noticed, I think even he was sort of like, oh, okay, this is, this is kind of, I get it. This Mm -hmm. is where we need to be. Um, And that's not the only, you know, that's not, that's just one small component of it. But I, um, you know, so for that, I'm extremely, extremely excited. But of course, I have my, you know, my four or five really, really good friends here who um, I've been spending a lot of time with and maybe taking in that time in a different way, knowing that it's numbered time in a sense that even though I know I will see them, I'm not around the corner. I'm not five minutes away. I'm not calling them at the last minute being like, hey, you know, you want to go grab a coffee or you want to go for a walk with the dogs or you want to, um, you know, sit outside. Like, I'm not doing right. that that with them. Or just anymore. like share an Uber to go out to dinner. Kind yeah, of thing. Like, anything. Yeah. Um, so that to me is really, really sad. Mm-hmm. And and I think I've been I've been um, digesting our time in a very different way. And so. I've been, you know, appreciative in a way maybe that I haven't before, that I should have been before. I mean, I always appreciate my time with my friends. But right now, you know, there's this um, extra amount of emotional connection and love and like, a, oh, my God, I need you so much and I'm not going to be right here. Yeah. I mean, I've noticed there's been a lot more of you Going out getting with together people. with these yeah, girls. Yeah, I've had a lot of girl yeah. time recently. I know, and I love it, and I I want to be there. Like I want to be. <laughs> so one of them was in was in my store the other day, and she was saying, you know, we were talking about the move and everything, and I was like, can we all just have a girls' night soon, please? Right. Like, right. can I be like I love them. Yeah, you know, but like, then you came over for our when we were having our yeah, day drinking right. day, and you sat down and you were like, all right, this is fucking boring. I'm leaving. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I need me some dude nights too because it's been a while, and. 
just like you, there's a bunch of guys here, you know, just a, a few that I love, like I want to be with, I want to hang out with, you know, and it's, it, I haven't been doing that like you have, and I mm-hmm. kind of want to, and I want to make sure that continues when we do make that move. I don't want to lose those friendships. You know, those are guys that I really so make plans. I, I should. I really want. Yes, to. you should. I've just been too busy and too stressed and too like mm-hmm. I haven't had the, the number one the time or the emotional like um, bandwidth. Yeah, like all that stuff. Like it just hasn't been able to happen. Yeah, but I want to make sure because Do you we, want me to reach out to them and be like Adam would like a play date. <laughs> yes, can you make plans yes. for me? Adam would like a play date. Can you please <laughs> ask if you're available on Thursday at eight o'clock? Right. Respond yes or no, and if not, why? And right. Why? Exactly. Yeah. All right. We have to take a break. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we'll oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I am so excited to tell you about what has become, I think, one of my top five favorite products that I've purchased of all time. And I don't say that as an exaggeration. For those of you who follow the podcast, you know that back in October, our kitten Thumper got out and was lost for eight days. And that time was excruciating. For any of you who have ever had a pet get lost, you know what that feels like. It is awful. As soon as Thumper came back, I purchased Tractive, which is an app that allows you to follow your pet, your cat, your dog. If they get out or if they go too far or if they're somewhere dangerous, you'll always know. Tractive has been life-changing for us. And I, I mean that fully. All of us, all five of us, are on the app for Family Share, and we can all track exactly where Thumper is all the time. 34% of pet owners lose their pets at least once. Tractive GPS connects to AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile LTE across the United States. LTE provides the longest range of any cellular band and updates to your phone regardless of how far away you might be, even across the world. Tractive devices work in 150 plus countries. It has so many amazing features. You can create a virtual fence. And if your pet steps outside of that virtual fence, you get an alert. And then you can go live and see exactly where your pet is at all times. Live mode means that you never have to worry that your cat or dog has gone somewhere dangerous or too far before you can get an exact location and go get them. And Tractive is only $49, and monthly plans start as low as $5 a month. That's $49 for complete peace of mind about your pet, and plans start as low as $5 a month. Head to Tractive.com, T-R-A-C-T-I-V-E.com, and put in code MARTINI for 20% off. That's Tractive.com, T-R-A-C-T-I-V-E.com, Code Martini for 20% off. And yes, it really works. I promise you, you are going to thank me so much as soon as you start using it. You will absolutely love it. Tractive.com. So many of you know, as we have told you, that Mia's high school experience was sort of um, a roller coaster ride, for lack of a better term. When she graduated this year, um, it was phenomenal. Like, we didn't know if she was going to graduate. And we wanted to have a celebration that was representative of the person she is, which means not too much, not over the top, but also with her closest friends and family. 
Um, and I wanted to do something that was special for her and I knew that she would adore. So I contacted Wandering Suites, which is located in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, and they have a truck that comes to your house or your venue or your wedding or your celebration, wherever that might be in the tri-state area. And they make these amazing desserts, amazing coffee drinks. And actually, one of my favorite parts of it was that I had just simply mentioned that it was June and Pride Month um, and that Mia would also want to celebrate Pride Month. And Alyssa, the owner, spent all day making these special marshmallows that were rainbow just because she knew that it would be so special for Mia. It was just the most personalized touch that was so touching to me because I know that that's a lot of time and effort for them. And that's what they try to do. They're trying to connect you to the people you love through fun food, delicious food. And Alyssa and her partner and her truck are just the most wonderfully local, fresh, creative dessert company I have found, and trust me, I have tested a lot. And I think that the most wonderful thing about them is that they cater a package just for you. So there's lots of different options. The food is delicious. The ice cream is insane. And I live by the Jersey Shore. And at the Jersey Shore, ice cream is a big deal. Never had better ice cream than on the Wandering Sweets truck. If you want to check out the Wandering Suites truck and you're in the New Jersey area and you have any kind of celebration going on, I highly recommend them. Head to wanderingsuites.com. That's W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-S-W-E-E-T-S.com and check out all their different packages. And I promise you, you're going to get the most personalized experience They are so incredible to work with. They have so many options and food truly is their passion. So you know that you're not only getting natural and fresh ingredients, but everything is made with such love and care and devotion. And we felt that at the party, truly. So please go check out Wandering Sweets. You will not regret it. And they honestly, they have the cutest purple truck that... That when it pulled up, every neighbor came out of their house and looked and was like, what was that? And I was like, oh, yeah, you can come over and try some Um, because it was just such a fun experience. And I have friends having weddings and engagements and bar and bat mitzvahs and every single one of them. I have sent them the link to Wandering Suites because I was so incredibly impressed with them. So please head to Wandering Suites. We'll put the links in our bio and we will also put them on, on social media. And I promise you they will turn any event you have into this exceptionally exciting, fun, unique experience that everyone around you will be talking about. So more than that, I, you know, I, I have friends my age, maybe like five, I don't know, six, seven, That's something a lot. like that. You have a lot of friends. Um, and then not compared to some <laughs> of my friends, some of my friends, well, like they're little be like, did you see blah, blah, blah on Facebook? I'm like, I don't know who that person is. Like oh, really? they know, they know a thousand people that I don't know. Yeah, I really don't. I thought you'd like knew a thousand people, but were friendly with. I mean, I guess I seven. know people, yeah. but my, not in the, not in the same way my friends know right. people. So, um, 
But I, you know, I've said it before. I have older women in my life. Number one, you know, the woman who's our realtor. Um, I have a teacher from sixth grade. I have... Um, mm, I love her. I know. And she's going <laughs> to live near us. And all these women are going to live near us soon. Um, you know, I have, I mean, obviously my sister is my number one always, you know, in, in my... She's just my number one. And, you know, my best friend in the world from college, but she's our age. And... Um, I have older women in their 60s, 70s, who um, I am always, for lack of a better word, and same for my friends, I guess my female friends, enamored with. I just, I, I, I feel like I, when I'm around them, I need, you know, their input, their advice, their life understanding. And so I've always, since I was, 15 no really since I was in sixth grade and my teacher my sixth grade teacher who I kind of worshipped um I've always known that they were sort of the gurus right that they were the gurus of life and on that and that I I don't know how I knew this but that I could learn so much from them and and when they spoke I listened still mm-hmm. to this day right and and they're they're just a different kind of thing for me and actually since we since we um are making this move and everything. I've met a ver- another very like close person to me who has, you know, become very close and, and same kind of thing. I just have an appreciation and, um, you know, a value for them that I think that gives me something when I'm in their presence, I feel safe. Yeah. And it's completely obvious too, because when I'm with you in their presence, mm. I love you even more. You, you're just, you're, there's no barrier. It's just you're yeah. kind of broken down to like your natural self. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, there's no stress. There's no, what do I say? What don't I say? Yeah. Like, there's none of that going on. Right. And I really, like, that's why I, I, that's why I want to do the girls night. Like I love in those situations mm-hmm. being with you with them. Yeah. I feel so lucky that you love them so much and they love oh, yeah. you so much. I mean, because so. it is, it always was sort of a strange, especially when I was younger, you know, I think it was one of those relationships that people kind of questioned, like, that's weird. But in my mind, I was sort of like, no, it's weird that you don't have that because to me, it's, it's, it saves me. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's been one thing that through this, knowing I'm going to be in closer proximity to some of those women who I don't get to see as much as I would and everything, um, you know, that's been a big deal. And a few things that are a little less, um, I guess, I don't want to say important, but certain things that have kept me going. First of all, we talked about like the sex and everything like that, but I don't know why. I really don't know why, but in the past few months with this move, there have been a few things that have happened to me. And I don't know if it's that I'm going back to my place of comfort, right? We talked about the fact that I'm going back to my childhood home and um you know five minutes away and um and everything but a few things have happened I number one for some reason I'm all of a sudden like very comfortable with my body as you can probably tell from having sex and everything Mm -hmm. something has clicked in the fact that I for the first time I'm embracing everything about it um, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I've, I've always talked about working towards that and I am going to be always working towards that. Right. I'm not there, but I haven't been, um, I haven't been self-conscious in a sense. I haven't been, I've just been putting it out there and, and 
and good with it. And I guess also that has something to do with the fact that, like you said, you don't have the bandwidth for certain things. I do not have the bandwidth to be worrying about that right now, right? Like I cannot give a shit about what my body looks like in, you know, a sleeveless top right now when it's fucking 90 degrees outside and I'm packing and I'm thinking about moving and this and that. But at the same time, something in me is sort of like, I don't know. I'm just comfortable. I feel comfortable and it's not I haven't lost any weight. I haven't started working out. Nothing has changed except for the fact that maybe I'm going back to my safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, I found like a few brands of clothing. The men are going to want to skip through this because it's probably super boring for you. However, for those of you out there, it's very hard for me to find clothes, right? I wake up, if I take a shower sometimes, I'm like trying shit on and throwing it off for a good 45 minutes. And that's stuff I've bought, right? So I've that's stuff that I've like thought was going to fit me or seemed good in the store or looked good online. But, you know, I'm a bigger girl with broader shoulders and a big chest and everything and there's a lot of I cannot just walk into a store and buy stuff I cannot just order stuff online so I found a brand and again nothing that I'm talking about here except Tractive that we talked about before just randomly is I'm not this is not advertising they're paying me no money they're welcome to if they want to but I have a feeling that's not gonna happen but there's a brand called Nation and it's not cheap but I literally bought one of their shirts last year, Nation LTD. Um, I can put their link somewhere. And um, I bought their shirt, like every one of their shirts in like every color. Because I literally just get dressed in the morning, I put their shirt on, and I'm gone. Like, it just fits me really, really well. And um, same thing with, I told you recently, I bought all new bras. I haven't gone and bought bras. I usually just order them online and just like guess my size. But I went and bought bras at Soma, S-O-M-A, and um, stop I, giving away all these. I know, I know. We're not getting, you know. No, I know. But that's <laughs> what this kind of this is about. This whole like what's saving your life is sort of like you just gotta share what you gotta share, right? Mm-hmm. And like just let people in. Um, I went to their store, and I swear to God, there were four women in the dressing room with me, just like feeling me up. It was like high school all over again. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) But I walked out of there with four of the best bras I've ever had in my life. And I'm not kidding when I say it has changed my life to just put on a bra that fits and doesn't dig into me. And that doesn't like I'm not hanging. My bulge isn't like hanging over the sides and stuff like that. Like it's been phenomenal. So if you've not been to Soma before and Erica, our friend Erica, um, Dickerson, Good Moms, Bad Choices. She's a model for them, actually. That's how I first learned about them. Um, and sh- and it's just amazing. So those are my two giveaways of this is what I'm using and I'm making no money off of it. Okay. So Nation and Soma. Um, so those are my two all right. things. Great. Yeah. No, Let me talk super about- boring? Are you going to like cut that all out? No, I'm going to talk about my underwear now. You should talk <laughs> about your underwear. <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, okay. If, if your underwear is saving your life right now, you exactly. should talk about it. But I have a feeling you buying underwear is a lot easier. Well, I don't wear underwear. No. So. You don't wear underwear? You don't know that? No. No. I haven't worn underwear in 15 years. I, I hate. I hate it. I had no idea. How do you not know that? When I take what? off my pants, I don't have underwear on. When you take off your pants, it's like I don't. I, I'm not. I don't know. No, I haven't worn underwear in 15 years. Really? Nope. 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 <clears throat> nope. I just have to wash my pants a lot more. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good to know. I hate underwear. No, I love hate my em. underwear. I would They're love good. to give a shout out to them, but 
let them contact me. First. Okay. <laughs> okay. Save some for the uh, suspense. <laughs> so those are my what's saving me right now kind of things. Um, That's comfortable. Not wearing underwear. For me, it's much more comfortable. You know, like my grandmother used to say, you got to let it breathe. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Is it for guys? Is it more comfortable? Cause we got like junk. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like the I, I, st- I started it. I started it when I was pregnant, maybe with Jonah. <clears throat> and I remember like I hated maternity underwear and I think it was just, I was getting too big for it and I was having trouble putting it on. I was just like, fuck it. Hmm. And then I just never went back. All right. Yeah. Great. But I do, I can only wear like pants once. This is a lot of information, but I just wear pants once and then I wash them. Like a lot of people wear jeans like four or five times before they wash them. I can't do that. Hmm. I, I wear underwear and wash my jeans everywhere. That's weird. Yeah, I know. That's really weird. I, I don't like the way it fits after not washing them, mm-hmm. after wear. Then you're know. not probably not wearing jeans that are good quality. No, I wear fucking Levi's. Right. Or, if you were wearing jeans that were good quality and kept the shape, then you could wear them. No, I'm not times. buying expensive jeans just to wear to work. Like I'm not. You know well, what I mean? But you're probably going through them a lot faster. Mm-hmm. I'm. I still have my Levi's from over ten years ago. That's not There's something you brag about. Place. Yeah, no, that's not something <laughs> you brag about. Um. So anyway, that's that's it. Women, bras, shirts. Those are my, um, those are my things. Moving women bras shirts. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hmm. no, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I asked you if you could move anywhere in the world, right? We're moving. I did ask you that. Give it to me again. I said, if you could move anywhere for like a year or two and finances were no, that made, that made no sense to me. Why? Like, why are we moving just for two years to experience somewhere new? Like a study of like a, a like a, you know, a, a fucking kids get all the, you know, all the chances they get to study. A, like my nephew's going to Amsterdam and I'm so happy for him. Of course, you know, I, I want my kids to study abroad and go mm-hmm. somewhere. And my answer of where I would want to go for a year or two is Amsterdam. Like, sure, I'm but, so jealous that he's going to Amsterdam. No, no, no. But that's not my question. My what? question is, what? so we're just going away for two years a year or two. So does life stop for it's us? It's just a hypothetical. If you could move, if you could experience living anywhere, mm-hmm. right? And and be part of the culture and take it in and experience life there, where would it be? And we, then I think I know come, the answer. We have to come back in two years? Back to real uh, life? I, it was a hypothetical. Does finances matter when we get back? Oh, my God. Just fucking answer the question. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I would have thought you weird, said Japan. Oh, hands down. I mean, I yeah. would go all over East Asia, like mm-hmm. everywhere. Like that's right. Is that where Japan is? East Asia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, in China and Japan and like Shanghai, like all those. That's where I would. Yeah. A hundred percent. I don't know their lifestyle. I don't know. Like, I just want to go there and eat. Like, I don't know if that's like a place to live or not. Yeah, I have no Japan, idea. Yeah, Japan, I think, is an amazing place is it? to live. I mean, oh, I mean, Amsterdam's yeah. a great answer, too. I would, I would 100% be there yeah, for as long answer. Yeah. Because then we could visit all those other countries that surround Amsterdam. Great. <laughs> no, but it's like. Well, I mean, like, you want to live in Denmark, right? You want to live. Yeah, I would like, love to go to Denmark. Finland, Finland is there. I mean, all over, you know, when you're. Well, don't they say, like, Denmark's like the place to be like Denmark and Finland. Yeah. yeah. Denmark. I mean, Denmark is 
is they have, I think, the number one, they're like the number one happiest country in right. the world. Because in school, they have classes just on empathy. Like you just teach about empathy and you just, I mean, we're missing all of that. Right. So. And it's like all the good parts of socialism and all the, like, the not good parts aren't there. That like, part I don't know. Yeah. I just know that, like, they have the HIG, HIG, H-Y-G-G-E, which is, like, where you make your space in your house feel very cozy and warm. Yeah, but, like, they don't pay for doctor's visits. They don't pay for, you know, all all the stuff you don't want to have to pay for, but you pay for the stuff you want to have to pay. Yeah. You know. Right. I don't know. They're also much smaller than There's a lot of places I would like to live for at least a couple of years, sure. Maybe one day. (laughs) Maybe one day. I said to our, um, we're working with somebody with a decorator and I'll post a lot of stuff when, once she starts, you know, doing her thing. But, um, I said to the decorator, I said, you need to get us the most comfortable couch you possibly can because we will be vacationing there for the next 15 years. (laughs) Right. Like we, we were supposed to go on vacation in August, canceled it. Mm Mm-hmm. We talked about private school and everything in the last episode. I don't want everyone to think we can just like afford, like we're giving up a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, anyway. Yeah. I mean, look, we're, we're part of my stress with this whole move is, you know, we are, we're downsizing much smaller home, much smaller land, um, land, lot, lot whatever. Plot. plot sure. Like we're getting buried. We're going to be buried there. So that's perfect. <laughs> Our plot. We're right, going to be buried you know, in the backyard. Same size house. Mortgage rates are just fucking through the roof, you know, more than twice the, you know, the rate that we have. Like, so it's just what we're paying to go there, which in my opinion, a hundred percent worth it, mm-hmm. you know, for that lifestyle that we're looking for. But you know, the stress of it is, you know, we're paying more, you know, for that, for a mortgage than we are here because of those, fucking mortgage rates so i i found out some information about all of this that might be helpful to you i did it for you okay um so our my same nephew who is going to amsterdam who i think i'm going to go visit in the fall just you just me what but (laughs) it'll be cheaper if it's just me um i asked him to do some research so he's interning for us for the summer which is super cool we had a niece who interned for us a few years ago now he's interning for us. Marriage of Martinis really is a family affair. However, the one stipulation is that he's not allowed to listen to any episodes. Um, but he, I asked him to um, research a little bit about the housing market right now. And, um, you know, that obviously it, it, it's that not a lot of people are moving right now because of what you said, the mortgage yeah. rates. And, and like we said, we bought a house where we're going, um, what, three months ago now? No, not, not that long, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But not one other house has come up for sale. We, we bought the, the last house that popped yeah, up. For so sale. not one other house. So thank God we bought it. But, um, you know, people are not obviously moving right now because millennials can't buy a house, right? Sure. Because they're just, yeah. that's their first, they have nothing to offer, you know? So it's really, well, off- forget about just mortgage rates. I mean, home prices are you know, how many thousands of percent higher than that's right. Not, not in the last so many years, but (laughs) he sends me, he, he's so good and he's so smart. He's so smart. And he sends me this thing. He goes, nice shocking quote. It's from April, but that shouldn't change the shock value much. And it says from the New York times, that house that you buy today will cost you 84% more a month to own than it would have if you bought it in March of 2019. 
84% yeah. more. When the median price was, let's say, $255,000. Where? He's just, it's just a hypothetical. Okay. Uh, interest rates were 4.06%. And your monthly payments would have been a humble $984. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, I know right now it's like every month we're going to be setting money on fire pretty much. Oh, yeah. Like we might as well set it on fire. Hey, uh, look, we're, we're at 3% here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're going to 7.5% where we're going. 75 Yeah. Oh, shit. You, crazy. you shouldn't have done that. I, <laughs> sure, I can cancel it now <laughs> yeah, if you want. No, Press you the button. No, no, no. I have no. a button right here that yeah, says cancel. An eject button. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I mean, so why is the housing market so insane, according to The Guardian? Millennials and investors are now buying homes and inflations and material costs have been making builders less willing to build. Uh So nobody's even, you know, building. It's impossible even to like book people to, you know, work on your home right now because everything is so inflated. That also might be why some of the renovations and everything we're not that we're doing many renovations in the house, but even the little ones that we're doing seem so incredibly expensive right now because we're forgetting that the materials are so much more. Mm-hmm. That's actually something that I need to think about. Right. All right. There's a lot behind that. And they were for a long time due to COVID and the whole, that, right. there's a ton of reasons why things should be coming down now, but they're not. Right. It also says that people right now, uh, since the pandemic, according to Forbes and the New York Times, people are moving for work reasons and to be closer to family. Since the end of the pandemic, moving closer to family has jumped in its level of importance to people moving um, and work has gone down. So I guess with the pandemic, people realized when there's something, you know, uh, when an emergency hits and you're not close to family, that sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're never, I mean, people didn't see their family, at least with us, with our parents, even though for all those months and everything, it was from a distance and the kids couldn't hug their grandparents and everything. They would come over and we would social distance in the driveway and everything. But people literally didn't see their parents for two years or their sisters or their brothers or their cousins, mm-hmm. you know. So I get that, that all, you know, now it seems different. Um, also, it says, um, Austin, Texas, and Denver, Colorado were the two cities that saw the greatest increase in the number of remote workers. I don't know why, but okay, that people are, you know, people are also working remote more so they can live wherever the fuck they want, Mm -hmm. right? That's also a very different thing from before, pre-pandemic, is that now, you know, people aren't having to move as much according to, oh, well, that's where my office is. I mean, even people who I know who are like vice presidents and stuff of their companies are, are, aren't going into work unless they absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know they tried to change that as we were coming out of the pandemic, but I think there's a lot of fight, fight back about fight well, back, fight back. What's the word? Um, <clears throat> uh, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. But you know the word, but <laughs> you know, people are like, well, if, some companies are like, well, why am I paying people to come in and have an office space and have an office building, you know, if they're not needed to be there. Yeah. But now, you know, some companies are saying, you know, well, but you need to be in an office situation for more productivity. Mm-hmm. And so there's this kind of battle between is it right, is it not about going into work if it's really not necessary? Well, it also sheds light on the fact that people have been paying their own money to fucking commute to work forever. Mm-hmm. Right. So people who commute from, you know, that's thousands of dollars a year 
and that's not your company paying for it. That's you paying for it. But yet it's still cheaper than if you work in Manhattan and live in New Jersey, but it's coming out of your own pocket. So all, it, it draws attention to all of those things. Like, no, I can just work from home and save all that money. Right, but there's so much else behind that. Like, right. Like, do I pay you as much if you're going to be staying home and not coming in? You know, like there's those yes. things too. You know, I'm not asking for an opinion or an answer. I'm just, you know. I'm giving my opinion right. and an answer. We have, we're, we're way behind taking under the break. Okay. So is that okay right here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Great. All right. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So the kids are joking now, kind of joking, not really, that they want to block Zillow from your new, from your computer when we move. Please. I beg you to block Zillow. Yeah, and you were one of those people who was always on Zillow, mm-hmm. even when we were like just comfortable in our house and everything. Yeah. You were you were a voyeur. You were always like looking mm-hmm. at what was out there and everything. And there is this idea of people being kind of obsessed with the housing market and what people have paid for housing and what's available and where could they be instead of their house and you know what would it take to re relocate or even just move to a different neighborhood or just even know what are homes worth what is my home worth i can take in you know a home equity line of credit out because my home is worth whatever 20 percent more so there's that reason too you know right so why are people so obsessed with stalking zillow even if they have no plans of moving according to forbes um, people stalk real estate because it gives them inside information on acquaintances that often wouldn't be shared publicly. Mm-hmm. And I do think that's part of it also is, you know, you learn a lot about somebody when you see where they live, how much they paid for their home and everything. You know, what's it worth? What's it cost? What then you kind of know without knowing their salary. Oh, wait a minute. How successful are they? Or if you know that maybe they are at a job where they weren't as successful. Oh, maybe they have a trust fund or, you know, it just gives you some snooping insight yeah it's voyeur yeah it's being a voyeur same you know look i do it on facebook with people right i go through "Mm, yeah i'm not looking for their finances but i guess i'm looking for how has their life turned out yeah it's the same i guess you know you're snooping into people's lives to try to figure things out you're putting it's like a puzzle you're putting together you know right i definitely go down that rabbit hole instagram and facebook at 2 a.m i'm like oh shit now i'm like at you know that kid's cousin's you know, grandma's <laughs> right. Well, lovers. you see pictures of people in Tahiti. Is that still a place? <laughs> uh, it is still a place. Yes. <laughs> you know, you see pictures of people on vacation. They're like, Oh, they must be doing well They're Look at this. Look how they're living. Look what they're wearing. Look what they're, you know, mm-hmm. same idea. Yeah. A realtor.com survey found that 52% of homeowners hunt to find information on other people's homes on the internet. 52%. I've n- I've never I honestly have never been on Zillow ever. But again, what do you mean? Of course you have. Well, when we're looking for a home, yeah. But I'm never on like, oh, I was just at that person's house for a party. What did they pay for? Oh, okay. No, but but again, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and stuff doing the same shit. So you know, not the same shit, similar shit, but stupid shit. Right. 
um, people use the sites because they can really reveal so much about the person that is being stalked. <laughs> stalked. Um, the average age of people purchasing their own home in 2023. How much? What do you think? The average age of somebody of a buying first a first time home buyer in the U.S. in 2023. It's got to be 30-something. Mid-30s. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. It's too I would expensive. say we bought our first home, but you bought your first home and I sort of tagged along. Yeah, and you, did. you were what, 22, 23? Yeah. But it was well, a con- I mean, it was a condo. It was an affordable housing yeah. condo. What'd you pay for it? $78,000. And you couldn't, I remember you couldn't make too much, you couldn't make more than like 5% profit you can't, on it. You can't make profit on it because it's an affordable housing unit. So you have to just go with market value and sell it for what it's worth in the market. Right. So, okay. Um, so, and then I, oh, wait, uh, this is older than it has been in the past because people have needed to save more for a down payment. I mean, how can young people afford it? They can't. They can't. Yeah. Right. We can't. So where are they living? I guess, are they renting? That's why everybody lives with their parents. That's why everybody comes home from college and lives with their parents and goes to work. This better change before our kids are in college. You know, the, you know, the, the, you know, the millennials and the, you know, Gen X people like we're Gen X. No, we're Gen, Gen Z. Z. No, we're Gen X. So Gen Z, like the millennials and the Gen Z people, like they they get it, they get this, you know, what's it called? A uh, stigma against them about being lazy and living right. with their parents. But right. how can they buy a four hundred thousand dollar house or a five hundred thousand? I mean, that's right. literally what the average totally. house is. Mm-hmm. And and they're still paying off these fucking student loans. All right, we're not going down that rabbit okay. hole. Yeah. So um. Yeah, so can we expect mortgage rates to come down? Because I know that's what we're hopeful for, mm-hmm. right? We paid you, what would you say, seven point something, which is... Seven I, and a half? I thought th- we paid like 6%. No, it was like seven and a half. And two days later, I think it's up to eight. Luckily, we locked in at seven and a half. Luckily. Right? Seven and a half. Got I'm a bar- smart. Bargain. I'm smart. Um, mortgage rates are expected to slowly go down starting at the end of 2023, but coming off record low rates, it will likely be a slow process. Interest rates today are considered normal by historical measures. Mm -hmm. And so there is little reason to expect a significant drop anytime soon. No, it's true. I mean, if you go back to the eighties, rates were at 18, 19, 20%. What? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. But homes were $70,000. Right, you know, so but but wait a minute, but you're you're that's also you're comparing that to how much people made back then and everything. So homes were seventy thousand dollars, but people were making at a high seventy thousand dollars. The the rate of income to home prices is now greater, just like the uh, what's it called, <clears throat> the um, income inequality that's in America now. Same mm-hmm. thing with income to home prices. Same thing. So, yeah, back in the 80s, you know, if a home was $70,000 and you were making, I don't whatever you, people were making back in the <laughs> yeah, 80s, exactly. whatever, right? It was more affordable, right? Like, if you, and go back to the 70s and 60s, like people, people who were working regular jobs could get a home while the wife stayed home, you know, t- raising the kid, like where today that's not a possibility, you know? Right, right. So, you know, people who are working in whatever job could buy a house and the wife stayed home. Like, this is going back, you know. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Right. Where that's, you just can't do that today because of the home prices compared to income. It's just mm-hmm. not possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it's, wow. It's all um, a little upsetting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we're living in a time where you just can't, people can't afford shit. Yeah. Housing and college and cars yeah. and, you know, like it's just not. Mm-hmm. Prices have just come up too much. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I asked you what you want the vibe of our new house to be. Like, what oh. do you want? You know, when you walk into our new house, I don't know what you'd call the vibe of here. Um, I asked about. Almost like nothing. Oh, shit. No, I love it. I really do. Look, I don't. I worked I, hard at this house. You what? I worked hard to like. No, I know you did. And and you did a really amazing job. I like I like it a lot. (laughs) I don't like it a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, I I don't feel settled here. I don't feel I'm at home. I don't feel I'm at peace. I don't feel it's great. You literally just described every house we've ever had for me. I mean, that was really what I wanted the vibe of the new house to Mm -hmm. be. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I do it to you. It's fine. I have never felt like I was in a house that was mine. Mm-hmm. I have felt in every single house like I was a resident, not like it was my home. Mm-hmm. And that was really because in the back of my mind, I knew, oh, don't get too comfortable. Adam's going to want to move soon. Mm-hmm. And and that really, to me, has been maybe the dis- biggest disappointment of my adult life. And I know people are probably like, fuck you. Like, you know, there's, I mean, look, I've had other disappointments, obviously, you know, gone through mental, mental illness and whatever. And that, but that to me is something I never expected to feel that I never expected that I wouldn't have a home, mm-hmm. you know, that I would be, and there are people who rent all their lives, right? There are people who live in New York city and never own a home or smart. LA or whatever, So smart, you know? And so you <laughs> always kind of feel like you're just this transient, you know, but Person. that's what I want the vibe to be in the new house that we're going back to our roots. We're going back to our place. We're going, I think to a place that feels comfortable to us, that a place that I want to be. So the vibe I want finally is to feel settled and mm. feel comfortable mm-hmm. and, and feel like we're in a place that's really ours where we're supposed to be. And I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think so That's too. going back to your first question for this podcast, <laughs> which was, what was it? <laughs> I don't even fucking know. Well, <laughs> right. what, what was my first question? I don't even, you mean this episode? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it was, you were listening to a podcast, something that keeps you sane through the stress of this, right? Something like that. Yeah, we answered that question. <clears throat> I know. So this is another answer for me. Oh, okay. Like I feel, I, I'm looking forward to, I feel, Think we found our happy place? Finally, seven moves later. You found your special purpose. My special purpose. <laughs> For those of you who've never Nathan seen the jerk Johnson. before, <laughs> call me Nathan. Nathan jo- call me Nathan, Nathan Johnson. Nathan R. Johnson, <laughs> regular run of the mill asshole. For sure. <laughs> That's me. But I think we found our place that we were supposed to be, mm-hmm. whether it's a long time ago or now. You know what I'm going to say about that? Sure. What am I going to say? That you, we should have done this 20 years ago. No, that I said t- over 20 years ago, 
we should live there and you should commute. And mm-hmm. you said, I'm not commuting 40 minutes every day. Am I still Nathan Johnson? Yes. Nathan Johnson? Nathan. Nathan R. Johnson, yes. regular run of the mill asshole. Yes. Am yep. I still Nathan Johnson in this scenario? Because that's what it sounded like mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. You are the fucking jerk. Yes, you are. We should watch that tonight. <laughs> we should watch it with the kids. Yeah. We did. Long time ago. Um, yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, I really, I really, that's what's keeping me going. Yeah. I think, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. (laughs) I hope so, man. Um, yeah. Oh, and this was a fun question that I asked. Um, what, if you could have one thing, wait, what the fuck did I say? I I said, Oh, something you wish we could splurge on in the new home. So our new home, as we said, is, is significantly oh. smaller. We don't have a like we don't have things like a garage. You know, it was built in the 1950s, renovated later. But you know, we're definitely where we live. You get more for your money, right? Now, um, if you could splurge on one thing in the new home, it could be something in your house that seems unnecessary but amazing. What would it be? A garage. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. No, I have a few. Okay. Um, so just stupid. Whatever, sure. What the fuck ever. Everyday cleaning person. Oh, I said that too. Did you really? Well, I said I don't want to live in housekeeper. No, I don't want to live in every day. I don't, Correct. There's, there's nowhere for them to stay. There's no room for them. Right. Right. So just come. Right. Like I don't want like a who's the boss Tony Danza. Right. Well, I mean, as much as I will I love their kid, like with, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that show. I love everything about it. But no, I want someone who's going to come in the morning, go home. At night, yep. I don't. Our house is not big enough to, for anybody right. to live there. Okay. But yes, oh my god, Amazing, would I right? love that? <gasps> like, I don't even care. You don't have. Don't worry about my kids. Don't worry. Like, don't even. You don't even have to talk to my kids. I don't well, care. I have a surprise for you. Yeah, fuck you. I'm getting you one. Yeah, fuck you. I am one of those. Um, oh, the, the robot thing. Oh, you're an asshole. <laughs> around the house. Yeah, the um, <laughs> Roomba. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck you. Isn't that nice? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. I want a separate podcast studio, like a tiny home. I one said that in too. The I said that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's like, those are the two that I said. That's what you have. Well, I said I want. Yeah, I want to. I want a separate podcast studio. So here we have like this, a tiny home in that backyard. Yes, yes. Like even like one of those container things. Yeah. I want it to have like a bathroom, and you know, like I want it to be well, like just a hole in the ground is fine. No, I need a bathroom. Okay. No, we recently did that. We peed outside for three days because they were doing something with the water mm-hmm. in our house. Yeah, they for were. For you, it's super easy. For me, it was not so easy to pee on the, you mm-hmm. know, like outside. So, um, yes. Yeah. That's, yes. And I said, well, first of all, we have a pool here. Obviously, we're not having a pool in the new house. We barely have so any land exciting. in the new house. I know you're excited. I'm upset. But our pool table. Mm-hmm. is something for us. We have such a history of playing pool together mm-hmm. since the f- first night we met, second night we yeah. met. Um, pool, first night. Pool has always been, a. I had a pool table growing up. It has always been a very big part of my life. I probably don't play it here as much as I should have. I probably took it for granted that we had a pool table, um, but we cannot bring it to our new house. Nope. Um, and that is probably, pretty devastating mm-hmm. it really is more devastating than i realized it would be yeah and you didn't want to bring it here and you thanked me yeah for bringing it here. Yeah. yeah yeah no i i think eventually if we hopefully maybe could build the room or something for the pool table i don't know but mm-hmm. um yeah for us that's always been especially during the pandemic we played pool with the kids mm-hmm. constantly i want 
one of those, the Tesla solar roof with the battery backup. So there's no... I don't know what that is. So so like solar panels on the roof, yeah. like Tesla makes those, but they make them like beautiful, like they're for the roof, like that's the roof. Mm -hmm. And then you have a battery backup in your house. So like a generator, but, oh. it's, but it's, but it's the battery. It's not gas. Okay. Right. So if your power goes out, you have a battery backup and it's all through your solar panels. So you don't pay for anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you pay a shit ton to have this all installed and done, right. but you know, like, so just that's like an out there thing for me that I would love to have. Mm -hmm. And on top of everything, all that stuff, I want me a lazy boy chair with a cup holder. We're going to get you one. And a surround sound system. Inside. No, that we're not getting you. But I did say I, that you want a recliner. Yeah, mm -hmm. I do. I've never had one. And I really do want one. Like, just a comfortable <laughs> so chair we had for me. A, we had a mustard yellow recliner in my house growing up. And I had a recurring dream. When I was younger, I was petrified of The Incredible Hulk. I guess my brother like used to like hold me up and like hold my eyes open and like make me watch The Incredible Hulk. Because the old knew, school show. Yeah, yeah. what's his name? Uh, you, you know. Uh, Lou Ferrigno? Yes, yeah. thank you. And I was, I mean, I had recurring nightmares that he duct taped me <laughs> to the mustard recliner in our family room. Like a recurring dream. So um, I'm just no mustard Okay. Trust recliner. me, that's fine with me. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't do condiments, um, so. Yeah, so that's it, you know? And again, the vibe of our home, obviously always chill. I think our house is always chill. I think nobody comes to our house and worries about, you know, spilling or breaking or anything <laughs> well, like they that. they look around, why would they? Yeah, why would they? They're like, oh, I don't want to spill next to the cat vomit in right. your family room. Um, but also home. I just, for the first time, want to feel like it's my home. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Me too. Yeah, fuck you. Ended on that. Yeah. <laughs> Ended right. on a fuck you? Yes. Okay. Ended on a home. Ended on, a, like, finally home. we found our home. Okay, everyone, please <laughs> record that and keep it so that in three years, when Adam says he wants to move again, you everyone is going to send that clip. Where the fuck am I going? You, you could... Uh, what? Right. I don't know. Japan? Right. Fine. But that's on my own. Fine. <laughs> right? If you go to Japan, though, I get a free pass to, like, sleep with whoever I want. Obviously. Oh, okay. But in Amsterdam? Fine. <laughs> Wherever. I don't care where it is. I'll go to the red light district. You don't even have to. No, I don't have like, to. Like, there's such a free country. Like, it's, you know. No, I'll do it here. What do I care? I don't know. All I right. just yeah. Fine. Stay here. Okay. You go to Japan. <laughs> And I'll have other. That's a deal. Done. Okay. Are you having sex in Japan though? No, you can't like be in Japan doing everything you want and have all the sex. Why? Because that's just too much. No. You have to sacrifice something. I'll stay home then. It's either food or sex. <laughs> you either go to Japan and starve, right. Or you go to Japan and are celibate. <laughs> right. Pick one. All right. Let's order some sushi. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, rate and review, please. If you uh. Loved the last episode, this episode, both, neither. I don't know, but just give us a good <laughs> well, review. Don't write please. a review if you didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, you can still lie and say <laughs> you did. Um, and the date night question book, um, you know, available. And um, and check out Tractive. I know that they're partnered with us. I asked them to, but honestly, it really has changed our lives. And I, I and highly. Well again. And I highly recommend it yeah. um, to all. I mean, it really is a lifesaver. And I know 
a lot of people out there who have had pets run away and it's devastating and it's, it changes your life. And if you want to consider not wearing any underwear, um, <laughs> you know, I'm with that too. So, yeah, yeah, let it breathe, as my Bubby would say. Bubby says but let it breathe. Okay. Okay. Love Bubby. Love you. I love Bubby too, <laughs> man. All right. All right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.